Hello everyone, it's Weston Dallas again, back with another episode of Supernatural Horizon. Today I really wanted to take a take on lucid dreaming. Um, I'm going to be reading this article from the Sleep Foundation. And this article was written by Danielle Pacheco and Dr. Anise Remen. So, um, in this article we're just going to figure out how lucid dreams work. How are lucid dreams studied? Are lucid dreams good or bad for you? And how to do it? Personally, um, I don't know if I'm going to cover on how to do it. If that's something that you guys do want to learn to do, I would recommend kind of doing it on your own time because I'm not totally sure about it, uh, releasing information on how to do it. But, let's get into it. During lucid dreams, the sleeper is aware a dream is taking place but will not leave the dream state. Some further define these phenomena as dreams in which the sleeper can exercise control over different aspects of their environment. Though studies have found this is not always the case, and that certain people are more uh, predisposed to lucid dream control than others. Surveys show that roughly 55% of adults have experienced at least one lucid dream during their lifetime and 23% of people experience lucid dreams at least once per month. So, um, Some research has pointed to potential benefits of lucid dreaming, such as treatment for nightmares. However, other studies argue lucid dreams may have a negative impact on mental health because they can disturb sleep and cause dreamers to blur the lines between reality and fantasy. So, how do lucid dreams work? Lucid dreaming has been studied extensively, but much is still unknown about the phenomenon. Uh, Some researchers believe activity in the prefrontal cortex of the brain is related to the development of lucid dreams. During non-lucid dreams, people are cognizant of objects and events within the dream state, but they are not aware of the dream itself and cannot distinguish being asleep from being awake. This has been attributed in part to lower levels of cortical activity. Lucid dreams are very different because sleepers are aware they are dreaming and in some cases can exert control over their surroundings. Some studies have linked these characteristics to elevated cortical activity. Uh, In sleepers who have been observed during lucid dream studies, prefrontal cortex activity levels while they are engaged in lucid dreaming are comparable to levels when they are awake. So for this reason, lucid dreaming may be referred to as a hybrid sleep-awake state. Uh, While normal dreams can occur during different stages of the sleep cycle, studies have shown most lucid dreaming takes place during rapid eye movement uh, in sleep. So, REM sleep, which is just rapid eye movement, continues the fourth and final stage of a normal sleep cycle. The first three stages consist of non-rapid eye movement, which is NREM, and the general conscience uh, among researchers today uh, is that lucid dreams originate from non-lucid dreams. During the REM sleep stage, in this sense, lucid... Lucidity, sorry, 
is an aspect of dreams that can be triggered using different means. Okay, so we got that covered. So how are lucid dreams studied? Spontaneous lucid dreams are rare and difficult to foresee. To study these phenomena, researchers typically induce lucid dreams using different methods. Some of the most common techniques include the following. The first one is reality testing. So this technique requires participants to perform tests throughout the day that differentiate sleep and waking. For example, a participant may ask themselves whether or not they are dreaming during the day. Since self-awareness is not possible during non-lucid dreams, being able to answer this question proves they are in fact awake. Reality testing is based on the notion that repeated tests will eventually seep into the participants' dreams, allowing them to achieve lucidity and distinguish the, you know, between the dream state and waking. <clears throat> the, um, the next technique is monomic induction of lucid dreams, <clears throat> which is abbreviated to MILD. So, this technique involves training oneself to recognize the difference between dreams and reality during sleep. Subjects wake up after a period of sleeping and repeat a variation of the following phrase, which is, Next time I'm asleep, I'll remember I'm dreaming. Researchers will include lucid dreams using the mild, the MILD method <clears throat> by waking up subjects after five hours of sleep. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. The next uh, technique is wake back to bed, which is WBTB. Some people can induce lucid dreams using this technique, which involves waking up in the middle of the night and then returning to sleep after a certain amount of time has passed. <clears throat> WBTB is often used in conjunction with the, M uh, with the MILD technique. When these two methods are used together, the most effective length of time between waking up and returning to sleep appears to be 30 to 120 minutes. <clears throat> um, the last technique uh, is external stimulation. This technique involves flashing lights and other stimuli that are activated while the subject is in REM sleep. The rationale behind this method is that the sleeper will incorporate the stimuli into their dreams, triggering lucidity in the process. <clears throat> Additionally, some studies have uh, in involved including lucid dreams using certain types of drugs and supplements. <clears throat> Once a subject has fallen asleep, researchers can levels... Researchers can levels of activity in the prefrontal cortex and other areas of the brain using a device known as an EEG, which is a electroencephalogram thing. I, I, I guess we're just gonna call it an EEG, okay? So during which metal discs are attached to the subject's scalp, and the uh, other instrument they use, an EOG may also be used to track eye movements <clears throat> to determine when the subject enters REM sleep. 
For some studies, subjects are asked to make specific eye movements while sleeping to signal they are having a lucid dream. EOGs are making particularly helpful for detecting these movements. So, now that we got all the techniques under control, um, let's move on to the final thing I'm going to discuss, which is, are lucid dreams good or bad for you? <clears throat> so, the popularity of self-induced lucid dreams have grown over in recent years. The most common reasons for inducing lucid dreams include wish fulfillment, overcoming fears, and healing. Some studies have also shown a link between inducing lucid dreams and overcoming fear and distress associated with nightmares. However, there's a much debate over whether inducing lucid dreams is beneficial or harmful to mental health. Some researchers argue that creating lucid dreams intentionally blurs the lines between dreaming and reality, and that this can have negative um, implications for one's long-term mental health. Uh, Lucid dream therapy has shown to be largely ineffective for some groups, such as people with post-traumatic stress disorder. And some researchers have introduced another problem with lucid dreams, and that's that they are potentially disrupted to sleep. Since lucid dreams are associated with higher levels of brain activity, it has been suggested these dreams can decrease sleep quality and have a negative effect on sleep hygiene. Uh, you know, which could potentially restructure the sleeper's sleep-wake cycle, which in turn may affect emotional regulation, memory, consolidation, and other aspects of the day-to-day life linked to sleep health. So... Additionally, people with uh, narcolepsy, which is a sleep disorder characterized by excessive daytime sleepiness and irresistible to sleep attacks, are more likely to experience frequent lucid dreams. The study for lucid dreams is fairly new and largely incomplete. More research is needed to better understand these types of dreams and pinpoint why some are predisposed to more frequent and intense lucid dreams. But, that's all I'm going to talk about today about lucid dreaming, guys. I really hope that you learned some stuff from the article I just read, and I hope that maybe this will help you out a little bit. Uh, You know, I never really knew much about lucid dreaming, but, you know, now I'm feeling pretty educated on it. Join me later on today with, we're going to do... Finally, the twisted theories behind Disney movies. This is Weston Dallas, signing off.